Week 10 in the books. Every single college football team looks like complete trash except for the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, 100%. Oh, yeah. We just have so many teams out there that are just sleepwalking through the schedule. Cincinnati, you know, I'm a big fan of the Bears, and they're looking pathetic. So is Alabama. So is Ohio State. So is Oklahoma. Georgia. Oklahoma almost got beat by Texas, so they can't be very good. You look at Alabama and the way that they've been playing the past couple weeks, and it's really sad. I think that Alabama's got a good chance at getting beat by Auburn in the Iron Bowl, which is a sad, sad feeling. I hope and I pray it doesn't happen. But I'm already starting to suffer from PTSD from two years ago. Let me similarities are lining up. Well, let me tell you this: if there's no changes to the offensive line for Alabama. I see a really – I don't see a a scenario where we go into Jordan-Hare where they pump in that sound and cheat like, you know, Auburn does and be able to come out with a win because our offensive line is so bad. We go from the greatest offensive line of all time, Alabama does, to an offensive line that's – Bottom tier of the SEC. There's no way it's average. There's no way, and yeah. I just don't understand how we don't have a a couple of young guys on the line. We do not, and it's just been really bad so far. I mean, Chris Owens is horrible. He is horrible, guys. Yeah, I feel like they're afraid to start some freshmen, and I have no idea why. Because we probably have some kids. I know we do. If you look at our yeah. recruiting. We've got some guys who can fill that role, but I feel like they're just not wanting to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, in the secondary, we finally started Kool-Aid, finally. We took what? Joe Bell. I don't know if y'all – Yeah, that, what was Joe that? Kool-Aid. Yeah. And- what, what was that, Samuel? Like, I, I don't know why they did that. It was Josh in trouble? Josh has had a good year except last year, last week when he got burnt one time. But I didn't know if they do that, did that because Josh was hurt – or he didn't have a good week of practice, or whatever it was. I didn't understand. I know Kool Aid's gonna be a great player, but I didn't quite get that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I was, I happened to be all for it, but I thought he didn't. There was not a time in the game. The thing about defensive backs is the less you notice them out there, the better they are. And yeah. I did not really see seem to notice Kool-Aid out there that much, except for his number one jersey, which means they weren't beating, burning him. They weren't targeting him much. So that was good. I don't know about Josh, though. I thought Josh, I thought Josh was pretty good, but. Well, I, maybe I, thought, I, thought, I thought Josh had a, you know, has had a great season so far, except for really one play. I didn't understand that. I didn't know if there was some you know, internal stuff going on or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, there's no elite college football teams this season because Georgia, Georgia's quarterback, I know Stetson looks good right now. I know he does get superior competition. But if you watch the way he pushes the ball down the field and how he throws it over the middle, there's no zip on his ball. It's no. super floaty. I'm not really – Alabama's got a fighting chance against Georgia because of that reason. Yeah, if they had – if JT Daniels was looking sharp, if they had someone in that position just yeah. to hit your mid-range passes with some zip, 
yeah. I think Georgia wins a national championship without question. That's just the way I feel. Now, if Alabama can just somehow fix their <laughs> offensive line scheme, somehow, and they have to start gelling. That's the main thing on your offensive line. And I feel like the offensive line, this is their first week they've ever played together. And we just can't get any progression in the season because of it. Right. Right. Well, it's just sickening when you look at Georgia's schedule because all these teams that are supposed to be good are really horrible, like Clemson, Arkansas, Kentucky, Florida. I mean, all their wins are really – they're not even great wins, and their best wins against Auburn. So, well, I don't know, I don't know if we're being deceived by a poor strength of schedule from Georgia or – no, I think they're that good. I think after you see all, you know, I, I'll tell you this, though. What this past weekend showed me, what Texas A&M did to Auburn, what that showed me was them beating us was not a fluke. That was them genuinely having the second-best defense in the country. They still don't have a quarterback, but that defense is so good, and that offensive line is really good with some good freshmen that they're going to be good for the next couple of years. And that game was not a fluke. They well, deserve Jim, it. Jimbo yeah, always has a good game. If we lose to Auburn, they, they, they go to Atlanta. I don't know if you guys yeah. Oh, yeah. figured that out yet, but yeah, well, what happened. Yeah, we put those pieces together, Sam. Wait, so, so I'll, I'll just have reset. <laughs> yeah, so if we lose to Auburn. Then Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Right, Assuming right. they beat LSU. They're not. Ole Miss is going to get them this weekend. Lane's going to dial up some plays for them, my man. Dude, I hope so, man. I'm talking about a Lane Kiffin supporter and believer. Lane Kiffin, any program, that would be my first time. Next head coach of Alabama, Taylor. Next head coach of Alabama. I would love if Lane Kiffin came to Alabama. I would much rather have that than than screen pick. Y'all are so stupid. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. In shark-charted waters. The man oh my God. he taught him, Caleb, when he just doesn't have immaculate talent around him from a bunch of guys that couldn't make it at Alabama. You know, he is nothing. Okay? You know, I hope Ole Miss and Clemson. I hope Ole Miss and Clemson play each other in some bowl game this year, and Ole Miss just beats them by forty points. That <laughs> <laughs> would be so satisfying. Look, Taylor, pick of the year. Dabble Sweeney is at Boise State within five years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a hundred thousand dollar bet against that. Hundred thousand dollars. You know, yeah, hundred. I, 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 I'm uh, place a hundred thousand dollar bet, risking seven million. Uh, I would do it right now. That is done deal. That's not happening. <laughs> but other than that, my most disappointing team coach of the weekend season. Has to be the Florida Gators and Dan Mullen. Oh, man. Oh, he is so horrible. That and I tell you, other than losing to South Carolina, which is pathetic, when you're at the University of Florida, that is pathetic. That's the second best job in the SEC. Guys, that is, they're, guys, they're LSU 2.0. They are yeah. LSU 2.0. Coach Mullen has lost the team completely. He has. LSU did last year, and that and LSU was at the beginning of this year. Like, they are not trying out there. They're not trying. Let, let me just make a statement here that would fix the Florida Gators football program for eternity. You get rid of Dan Mullen, and you bring in Tim Tebow. 
I'm telling you. You I'm, say lead this team, and that man takes you to five consecutive national championships by the grace of God. I know that sounds insane. I know that sounds insane. But if you want to get if you want to get every single player in Florida to stay in state, because the thing with Dan, Dan is a horrible recruiter. He's horrible. Oh if my god. Want, if you want every player to stay in state, go hire uh, Tim because I promise you, uh, everybody would like to play for him. I would move mountains for two college coaches ever. Two. That's, it would be Tim yeah. Tebow one if he were to be a college coach, and two Ed Orgeron. I mean, <laughs> well, maybe he maybe he should start out as an assistant, but no, no but it, it's, and I'll tell you what, there's another name floating around. It's off topic, but. Um, Deion Sanders, the TCU, I think would be a pretty good hire too for the same reason. Why not? Yeah. You're TCU. Like, you have a great mascot. You got a cool school. Go out there and hire a cool coach. You've had that old man hmm. running it forever. He's gone. Coach Patterson, he's a great coach. But now go do something different. And, you know, Tim, in, in Florida's organization, you know, needs that heart too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just look at Tim Tebow's throwing pattern. His passing pattern with his arm was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And that man won how many national championships is that two? And should have won two Heisman's. If and well, him or Maybe, away. You know Sam what? Bradford's Heisman trophy was the biggest embarrassment. Yeah, last twenty years, that's the worst one. That's the worst one. I don't know about hiring him as a head coach, but he would be a tremendous strength and conditioning coach. I know that for sure. The man well, is quarterback coach. So, 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 guys, the problem with that. So, the problem with that is that's beneath Tim, and I'll tell you why. Because he is making probably two million dollars right now from ESPN. Yeah, and they wouldn't hire him for two million to be a quarterback coach. So, somebody would have to go all in, and Florida's not going to yeah. do that. But I'm just saying. But the problem with Florida, what Tim wants to do. I mean, the man went back and played minor league baseball. I know. Yeah, let's be honest. Tim would probably donate he his coaching salary. He wants to do. He Tim would donate his money. coaching salary to underprivileged kids. He really would. He doesn't care about the money. But he just, I, he just does get, what he wants to do. Getting back on topic, I'll say this: um, the issue with Florida is what Samuel said earlier. He has completely and utterly lost the team. Starting Anthony Richardson was the dumbest thing ever against Georgia. You're going to start that freshman in his first game against Georgia? I mean, really? Into the fire, sling him in there, tied up, you know. Well, really, that's what he did. The worst thing, the embarrassing thing that Dan Mullen did was when he said, we don't recruit, we're not recruiting right now. <laughs> when he got asked that question, he said, we'll get to recruiting at the end of the year. We're in the middle of the You've always got to be recruiting. That that is like that is a response from somebody that's telling you, I'm not putting my effort into this team. I'm not giving it my all. Next question. Sam, that's well said. That is called laziness. Well, and again, I, I completely agree. I, but they keep they fired. You know, Grantham. Thank goodness, he's the worst defense coordinator forever. Has been at Georgia everywhere he's ever been, and they fire. You know. They Fired him, thank goodness. But now they gotta go do. I don't know if you fire him. You're gonna owe him seventeen million. I don't know if you do. I would, but I don't know if they if they will. Uh, if they do, then it'll be Str Scott Strickland with him. 
who's the athletic director of Florida. He'll be gone as well if they fire him. So I don't know what they do. Getting I mean, their, their recruiting class is, is, is like, cement in the SEC right now, which is, like, that's bad. That's behind teams like Kentucky. I mean, if you're a Florida can you can you really settle for that? Like, your future is not bright. So, normally I, normally I say give the coaches some time, but he's had his time, and his, his future is dark, very dark. It's about like Sarkeesian at Texas. You gotta get rid of it. <laughs> so stupid. Texas so fans. Dumb. I can't comprehend. Texas fans don't have a vision of reality. Hey, we Taylor, don't have belief anymore. So. Taylor, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor. Coach Saban's first year, seven and six. Kirby's first year, seven and six. Sark will be fine. He'll be completely well, fine. Listen, all I'm saying is, guys, yeah, if you guys, and for the viewers and listeners out there, if you ever get a chance to watch the show, Ted Lasso, okay, unbelievable show. Great big, show. I mean, unbelievable. Big thing in that show is belief, like the, the symbol behind the show. Texas fans have lost the sight of that. Like, since Vince Young stepped off that field, it has been gone. Well, actually, Colt McCoy. Since Colt McCoy great. stepped off that field, it's been gone. <laughs> well, Colt McCoy played great on Sunday. I don't know if y'all saw that. He led the oh. Arizona Cardinals and beat the brakes off of um, whoever it was. Uh, and I loved every minute of it. I had the Cardinals. But, um, Can't beat Colt. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible um, with that. But moving on to one other thing before we go. Whenever I worked at the University of Alabama, um, as you know, in the couple positions that I did, um, Henry Ruggs was a very, very kind person. I, I want to say this, and you know, before we get into it, but he's a kind person. He he's always somebody else, super friendly. Not only only to me, but I could tell with other people. He was just a genuinely good person, and this is just a situation where you pray for somebody. Obviously, the. The family who lost her 23-year-old daughter is, you know, the priority. But you just got to pray for Henry. And uh, I, I hope everybody goes out there and listens to Derek Carr's speech. And he's turning into one of my favorite players in the NFL. Yeah. He's great. He's a great inspiration Carr. But the whole situation is just bad and disappointing because Henry – is not just some bum off the streets. Like he is a guy that's had the privilege to be taught under Coach Saban and be taught discipline and all these things. Uh, everybody makes mistakes, but man, that was a big one. I mean, I think Aaron Hernandez is the last NFL player that killed somebody while they were playing. I that's, think that's been convicted. That's been convicted. Yeah, how many, how many did, did Aaron Hernandez get though? I think a couple of them are on purpose. <laughs> yeah, he no, he got he got two that are known. There's no telling how many he got. Um, um but so like, for the thing for me with Henry Ruggs and like the especially if you have any kind of money and you can be liable, have someone drive for you. You've got all that money, you got you know, all that future, all that, you know, just everything going for you. Have have a driver. That's the biggest thing in the world. 
especially if you're, you know, from a situation like Henry Ruggs was, this is probably the first time in his life that he's had an immense amount of money and he doesn't know exactly how to handle himself. You know, that would be very common for somebody like him who seems to be a great person. He probably just had and made uh, a terrible decision. Well, back on what Samuel said, I do agree with him. You know, he did get, you know, it's kind of the same situation with Reuben Foster a little bit. You know, Henry didn't grow up with a lot. Henry probably, you know, I don't know if he had a father figure in his life or not. I, I have no idea. He probably did. I have no idea. But once a lot, you know, at sometimes when these players leave the Alabama system and the Alabama process and, you know. Yeah. Then, like, Ruben. It's kind of, re- Ruben, it's kind of like a relief. Like, oh, my gosh, finally I'm done. Yes. Like, can dude, Ruben Foster could have been a Hall of Famer. God, he's the best college linebacker I've ever seen with my eyes. He was so good. He was incredible. It's just so sad to see all that talent go to waste. And it's just – and one thing back on Henry, no sin is greater than another. And I truly just pray for him and, you know, wish him nothing but the best in the future. And for the poor girl's family. Well, he is in California. He he actually does have a Las Vegas. That's Nevada. Nevada. Oh, that's right there. Right. But still out out west. So I mean he actually has a chance getting off, you know, after a good payout and not spending a lot of time in prison, he might return to the league. And if you're somebody who is a lower team in the league and you have an option to take a former first rounder with unbelievable potential do you pick him up and that's the other thing people are talking about he's had a great season this year i mean a really good year and i I would at least sign a guy it's just unfortunate you know absolutely well you guys got anything else i can cut that part out let's see Ed Orgeron's next coaching gig. What, what do you yeah. got? What, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, Ed is going to be sitting on his couch yeah. for a while. Uh, he can't coach for 18 months anywhere in the SEC. I know that. That That's yeah. in his buyout. Um, I'm pretty sure he already said he's taking a year off. And that he's yeah. going to eat a hamburger. Maybe <laughs> about <laughs> Afford a double cheeseburger. Isn't that yeah. what he said? Something yeah. like that. I'm pretty sure I can afford a, afford a hamburger now. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what. They came out and they punched Alabama right in the mouth. They sure did. Yeah. They, no, they punched. Coach, o, coach O has so much heart. He He's done. He's a lame duck coach. He has no incentive to coach the rest of the year or even try. Zero. Right. And dude, I feel like he came out there with a legit game plan, like a, a fake punt on the first drive. Dude, he was like actually – he was trying so hard. I mean, he put his entire body of effort into that game, into winning that game. Yep. I mean, and I respect him for that. And he was 9-8, and eight, you know, after the national championship. And you're LSU, and he is from there and had so much heart for that program. I agree, and Taylor. we get rid of him? I mean, that, in my opinion, that might be one of the worst moves in college football in a long time for an organization. I, I agree. People, 
people growing up in Louisiana where there's an immense amount of talent want to play for that guy. They don't want to play for whoever they're going to hire next. That's just how I feel about it. You know what I really hope happens? I hope that Florida keeps them on for one more year. Then next year, they say, we're sick of it. They fire him. Florida, oh, and LSU hires Dan Mullen. And then I hope that LSU goes winless and Florida dominates. Dominates. And so just so just so Coach O can say, that's right. That's right, LSU athletic director. I don't know. What's his name? Yeah. LSU AD. No, if America wants to know a situation that won't happen – that's well, that's one of them, <laughs> but um, yeah, I I agree with Taylor. It just rubs me the wrong way. He wins the national championship. It's not the same situation as Gene Chizik as people want to say. Gene Chizik went three and nine. They're not three and nine. That went. They're nine. They're nine and eight since then. Give him a chance. Give him at least three years. Yeah, and the difference is with him, him versus Dan Mullen. Like LSU has the number two or three recruiting exactly coming exactly, in. and exactly. you're not like in last year too, and you're not gonna at least give them a chance with those new guys. Oh, I know, come on. and I know, I know everybody out there is gonna listen to this and gonna say, oh, "But he's not a good coach." Y'all know he's not a good coach. Y'all know that was a fluke season. You're probably right, but the facts are the facts. He won a national championship. He put that team together. And two years later, you're letting him go after going nine and eight since that point. That just rubs me the wrong way. You know? The COVID year shouldn't even really count. Like I know there was know. no practice, no fall practice report, no spring practice, no barely a fall practice, and you're yeah. gonna count that season against them like it even matters. Yeah. Well. Um, so my my final destination for Ed Orgeron, I think a good hire. Which I mean, Tennessee's in better shape, obviously, than they have been. <laughs> but somewhere like Tennessee, or I'd say even a South Carolina, somebody who is a lower end team in the past five years, but is kind of a rebuilding team. He won't ever get another job as a head coach, unfortunately. Why is that? He just won't. He'll never get one. He's old, and people think he's a clown. <laughs> yes, and they think that was a one hit wonder with Joe Burrow and Joe Brady. But, and you know, it is what it is. You can think whatever you want to think. But um, final thing right here, movie of the week, Dune. Everybody go see it. It's pretty good. And oh, I absolutely disagree, but go, go ahead. I thought it was pretty good. It's a lot like Blade Runner uh, 2049. I liked it. Taylor didn't. And also, TV show, Everybody Needs a Start, Succession. It's fantastic. It's HBO Max, number one show in America right now. It's absolutely I mean, so, so, so good. So uh, that's it for me. You guys have anything else? Yeah, I'd like to give my future movie recommendation, and I'd like to give two shows just to top that. Future movie recommendation coming out in somewhere in the near future, Lightyear. Go out there and look what it's about. It's about Buzz Lightyear. It's going to be amazing. Disney owns the rights to Star Wars now, and they have the Toy Story rights. So if you look, watch the trailer, they have incorporated a ton of Star Wars features. Number two, the two shows you have got to go watch. Ted Lasso, amazing. That Great. show will make you want to be a better person. And number <laughs> two, the best show I have seen on Netflix in a long time, Peaky Blinders. 
Yes, great show. It is. It's fantastic. Samuel doesn't watch any doesn't watch any TV, so he can't comment. But trust me, I don't Taylor. Have time for those childish things. Oh yeah. Hey, Samuel's out there every morning at five a.m. Right. Uh, Raking the fields and getting the cotton. But uh, anyways, that's it for us. We, Remember, guys, you can always check us out at Apple. <coughs> Sorry. You can always check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. And that's it for us. God bless. Don't have a great night. Have an American night.